Hello everyone, welcome to Casual Experts Only. I'm Mike, and I'm joined by my co-host Luke. Hey. And yeah, welcome to the first episode of 2023. Um, yeah. First episode of season two, which we I finally decided to make season two, even though <laughs> season one was like through 2020 and 2021. Um, but you know, I think the- did it did it start? I thought it started in January 22. I thought didn't we? Haven't we been going for a year now? I meant 2021 and, and 2022. So, I, oh, okay, all right. Like yeah, our, yeah. our first couple episodes were in 2021, and um, but we didn't we didn't do as many because of like COVID and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. anyway, see, season two, new year, all that Hell stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So b- before we get into our episode, which I think is pretty good, um, you know, mm. if you don't like it, I guess we'll do better or maybe lower your expectations. I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So first, let's talk about a little bit of news and then we'll just hop right into that. So, yeah, first things first, um, I think, it, yeah, it was earlier this week, I think um, there was the report that Jeremy Renner was in an accident. Um, he was pretty yeah, much... Yeah, it was like on the second, I think. It was pretty early. Yeah, it, he, apparently he was run over by a two-ton snowplow. Now, yeah. I, I heard some report that was saying basically that somebody else ran him over. Mm. Um, but it seems like it was his snowplow from this New York Times report that came out okay. that came out on the 3rd. Um, yeah, apparently it was like a 14,000-pound snowplow. And apparently Renner had been helping a family member who was driving the car, uh, driving his car, and had gotten stuck. Um, this is according to Sheriff Darren B- Balame of Washu County uh, in Reno, Nevada. And he said this during a, a, a news conference. And mm-hmm. apparently after successfully towing the car, Mr. Renner got off the plow, which then began to roll. And he tried to get back into the driver's seat, but he apparently got run over in the whole okay during the whole encounter. So because I had heard, I guess it's not accurate, but I had heard that he was there's actually someone in the way, and he tried to get them out of the way, and that he got hit instead. Okay. That might have been a rumor. I don't know. I heard something else where like they were investigating this as like a crime because mm. um, snowplows are supposed to have this fail safe where they you know turn off or something like a safety feature sure. and so people were thinking sure. somebody ran over him on purpose but i guess that isn't true at least mm. not according to the official police statement so yeah yeah um yeah but he seems to be doing better he had surgery on monday mm-hmm. and this past monday and apparently he had uh blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries i had been hearing stuff about him having a messed up leg so that's what i heard too yeah yeah um th- and that's according to his representative samantha mast who made a statement and he has mm-hmm. been on social media on, on instagram he posted yeah. a few days ago saying thank you all for your kind words i'm too messed up now to type but i send love to you all so it's good he's definitely seems like he's doing better um it seems right. like his surgery helped you know and doesn't seem like he's in danger though he is obviously going to have quite a bit of recovering to do Mm -hmm. um so that's good um glad he you know sucks obviously that it happened in the first place but good that Mm -hmm. you know he's not more injured than he was yeah yeah for sure um other little thing this is kind of more of a rumor because i couldn't really find a super reliable source on this but then again even the like reliable sources have been 
not so great lately, especially with DC stuff. Mm. Right. Um, so apparent. so there were, was a report. I did cover this on the, on like the casual news flash thing last, um, I think our last episode, uh, but uh, there are reports that Henry Cavill fired his manager, Danny Garcia. And apparently this hasn't really been like confirmed or denied by anybody that really matters. But still, um, that seems to be like the common belief is that he did fire his manager. Mm-hmm. And there have been more reports coming out that a big reason for this was because his representation, you know, Danny Garcia and her company and everybody else were basically kind of holding Henry Cavill's contract hostage um, is what is the term that I've heard. Basically, he had like one more appearance, movie appearance in his contract. With DC. Yes, with with DC to play Superman. And they basically were kind of trying to wait to get him like a sweetheart deal, I guess, Um, either to, you know, be have his own movie or Mm. to get another contract signed for future movies. So they were basically kind of not allowing him or they were kind of like stifling the negotiations to get him to appear in anything besides something big, you know? Okay. So that, I mean, it makes sense to me given all of the like headless appearances he's made. Yeah. Recently, it seems like Warner brothers, like didn't necessarily want to get rid of him necessarily, but at the same time, you know, didn't want to bring him back. You know, or at least, you know, his representation didn't want him to come back unless it was like a huge thing, like a huge paycheck and Warner Brothers didn't want to spend that, which Mm -hmm. I I had been hearing reports like the last couple years that were basically throwing it all on Henry, like Henry wants to be the next RDJ and wants like a huge paycheck. And that and that's why Warner Brothers won't bring him back. Mm -hmm. Um, This holds a little more credence to me, given that it's clear the rock and Dana Garcia and Hiram Garcia really, you know, fought to get Henry and black Adam. Yeah. Um, so it seems to me that they like black Adam was like his last movie in the, in the contract I'm assuming. And mm. they were basically promised by Warner brothers that, you know, Henry would get more, give, you know, hence the whole announcement and everything. Sure. Um, so all that to say, <laughs> uh, I think all that makes sense to me, even though it's not 100% confirmed. Yeah, from a business perspective, it does make sense, yeah. Yeah, um, but it also, you know, also seems like, uh, yeah, Henry's re- representation didn't exactly do right by him in a lot of ways. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it seems like they yeah. held him hostage for a long time, and then they, when they finally did allow him to be Superman again, mm-hmm. um, it was basically, like, just by a handshake promise they they didn't require a contract beforehand which they should have if they, you know if they went to right. all that trouble for years but i don't know um yeah and know. the thing about it is is that it, it seems like well if if the represent, representation wanted him to be in a bigger movie mm-hmm. and then he fired them it seems as though he didn't particularly mind that much i mean that's kind of what i'm kind of mm-hmm. piecing together from all of this is that uh, he specifically didn't really mind if it was a big role or a small role, but the representation wanted him to have a bigger role. Right. And given how like happy he was, like it seemed, you know, to make the announcement and, you know, like, cause there was a lot of people saying, you know, a lot of like really negative people saying, you know, Henry betrayed Zack Snyder or whatever. It's all this stupid stuff, but you know, um, Zack Snyder specifically, you know, invited him to be on that live stream that he did mm-hmm. when, when he made the announcement that the Snyder Cut's coming back. 
Um, like it seems to me that Henry's always wanted to come back. Right. Um, so it makes sense that his representations and and Warner Brothers, to be honest, both right, of them right. kind of together were kind of holding him back from that. But you know, I don't know for sure. Nobody's made an official yeah. statement on this stuff. So, um, anyway. There's been some more DC rumors, apparently, because there was this Variety article that came out this week saying a bunch mm-hmm. of different stuff, ta- talking, I don't really want to talk about this too much, but the, the main like subject of the article was that Dwayne Johnson, like, you know, did a lot of stuff that kind of rubbed the Warner Brothers ex- executives the wrong way, just kind of like going mm-hmm. over people's heads and stuff and having these demands, like wanting his tequila brand to be catered or you know offered at the premiere of black adam Mm. um things like that you know no idea if they're true or not um but i don't really care to be honest with you yeah so i'm I'm not like okay you know so like that doesn't change anything um Mm. if you know if it's true or not but in that article there was a few things that were stated like um wonder woman isn't even part of the first three years worth of projects Mm-hmm. for um, the the new dc yes and somebody on twitter tagged james gunn in one of those tweets and said please debunk this one and james gunn <laughs> replied i hereby debunk it only because it's not true so i think that makes sense because to me it seems like if they're going to start with superman why would they not yeah you know have wonder woman like why would they not not have the trinity you know mm-hmm. um and it makes sense to me like i feel like he's probably going to start with the main justice league members right and probably tease or introduce some of those other characters like along the way Mm -hmm. um some of the lesser known heroes they haven't brought to the big screen yet but um you know i don't think he's going to ignore the the big three right Um, i mean another another thing is that it is only the first three years and yeah. If you look at like up until now, like it took mm-hmm. several years for like a Marvel, like a phase of Marvel. So it's like, yes, Wonder Woman is a big character, but three years isn't really that long of a time period. It's so true. if it's like, yeah, yeah if, it, if, it, if it was like five or 10 years, then I might be suspicious. But I mean, three years, you could make you could make mm-hmm. two movies in that time period, maybe a Batman, a Superman movie. And then Wonder well, Woman would be sometime later than that. Right. And even in, you know, Zack Snyder's um movies the Snyderverse, whatever you want to call it um wonder woman didn't appear for three years well i mean you know a lot of that was good yeah. there, there there wasn't a sequel for three years but you know still right um yeah so it's exactly what you're saying three years isn't that long but it doesn't seem like that's true anyway yeah yeah um, yeah also in this article another rumor that people have been r- running with and kind of acting like it's news like they always do and people getting you know mad about it when they don't even know the whole story um, mm-hmm. It also said that basically Ezra Miller might stay on as the Flash, which isn't really what the article said. That's kind of what the r- rumors Miller has been saying. Mm-hmm. What the article actually said is given that Miller has stayed out of trouble since beginning mental health treatment in, in the summer, some executives are amiable to continue with the actor as the world saving speeds are after the Flash but bows on June 16th. Um, I don't think they gave like an actual source for this besides just like an an insider said this um Mm -hmm. 
And what does that even mean? Some executives are amiable about con Miller continuing. Like, they didn't say anything about James Gunn wanting that. Right. And, like, you know, they didn't. So, and that's really what matters now, because James Gunn is in charge of D DC Studios. He calls all the shots. It doesn't seem like mm -hmm. he really answers to anybody besides probably Zaslav for the, you yeah. know, at least not directly. Mm -hmm. um, and given, like, how controversial Miller has been recently, you know, I, I'm I'm glad they got the mental health treatment that they needed. Yeah. You know, but I don't see like, you know, it's not like the weird stuff that they've been doing the last few years is going to go away. Right. And if you're going to keep any of the actors, you know, why would you keep one of the most controversial ones from mm -hmm. the DCEU, you know? Um, but he, J James Gunn did reply to these rumors saying, uh, I, I don't know what's out there about Ezra, but our slate is eight to 10 years talking about, I guess, like, I guess some people are also saying that there's only three years worth of projects like right. lined up in general. Um, but yeah, apparently their slate is eight to 10 years, but they'll only be announcing some of it this month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, there's just so many rumors. And so it's like, everybody just shut up and wait for them to actually officially announce mm. stuff. Like, geez. <laughs> right. Especially like all the people, you know, chanting, you know, like fire James Gunn and stuff acting like, like acting like you know the actual you know Snyderverse or whatever wasn't like basically killed like yeah. years and years ago like basically once Zack Snyder left Justice League and they decided to mess with it that's pretty much when Warner Brothers started to actively like fight yeah um, and even Zach's before work. that with the multiple versions of batman versus superman there was already a bit of a making, conflict between the, the the two parties right making him cut it by half an hour even though it was right pretty much meant to be a three-hour movie mm -hmm. um so yeah all that stuff and then I, I i i feel like it's probably because of the snyder cut um, cause I know for me personally, like I did once that came out and everything, and there was a lot of positive feedback about that. I know a lot of people, even admittedly my, myself were kind of hopeful that this mm -hmm. might mean like at some point we'll see, you know, the Snyderverse were restored or whatever, but right. that was like never really in the cards, especially considering like Warner Brothers was fighting him again when he yeah. was doing the Snyder cut, you know? So yeah. And yeah, I, like, I, I don't want to go into it at all, but there's just been a lot of like really vitriolic Re reactions to this that are just like right. making everybody look bad especially you know um zach snyder fans mm -hmm. and you know as a snyder fan myself i just kind of want to say knock it off or <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely. making us you're, you're making things harder for us and mm -hmm. you know if there ever was any sort of chance that the snyderverse would, would be restored it, you know it's pretty much gone now by the fact right. by this you know it's like come on like you, you really think the studio is going to be like you bullied or something by you or you know like like i, I don't yeah. really know what to call it exactly but the, I, there was even something i heard where there was like this reddit this subreddit where people were basically talking about quote unquote like taking over san diego comic-con whatever that means um oh, wow. and saying like more d, d heels to follow so i don't know if this is going to be like you know a january 6th moment for <laughs> or something but it's like Calm the hell down, people. Right. Like, I mean, there's radical people like this, no matter where you go, whether it's politics or yeah. movies or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. But still, like, especially considering how much bad press Snyder fans got for years and years, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, you're just kind of leaning into that. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's like, it's like you don't have to like James Gunn, but just you mm -hmm. don't 
just don't be crazy about it, you know? Right, exactly. Like, I feel like there's so many people that just, I don't know, need to see a counselor or something. Like, damn. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, that is all the news. Um, yeah, I guess let's get to the actual episode where we'll be talking about um, Phase 4 of the MCU. What is going on, Peep Squad? My name is Luke, and today... Uh, we're going to be talking about Marvel Phase 4. It just wrapped up with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And so we we're going to yep. kind of go through uh, entry by entry and kind of just see, just uh, tell our thoughts on it. Yep. So yeah, WandaVision was the first uh, the first one, uh, the first Marvel property in like, I think it was like two years yeah. um, since uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, because Black Widow was supposed to come out in, like, 2020, right? And then they kept postponing yeah. it because of COVID, yeah. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and so, honestly, like, it being the the first one in a long time, it was... There wasn't a whole lot of fatigue at that point. People were yes. really excited. And yeah. um, I think that kind of worked in the adva- worked for the show, but also against the show because there was a lot of excitement for it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Um, people may have got their hopes to, hopes up, yeah. hopes set up too much, but at the same time, I definitely feel like there was a lot of things being set up that just weren't paid off at all. Yes. So, like, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of speculation that maybe went a, got a little too far, but again, like, there was all that commercial stuff, and there was several references to the devil that just didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Like, definitely, they were definitely setting something up there, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I totally agree. I think like the hype for this show was kind of a bit unrealistic, just like considering mm-hmm. like I think people are expecting it to basically be like just a prologue to Multiverse of Madness. So they were expecting like mm-hmm. which like myself included, at least starting out, I kind of expected it to kind of like open the multiverse a bit, you right. know, especially when they introduce Evan Peters as Quicksilver. You know, mm, I, yes. I, I was totally thinking they might like kind of tie in, you know, like somehow in, introduce the multiverse and kind of in, introduce like the X-Men Fox universe somehow mm-hmm. into this. Right. But instead it was like some weird, you know, throwaway penis joke. Yeah. Um, which like, why bother casting? You know, like we, I, mm-hmm. we, we already talked about this like over a year ago when we did, did this on our YouTube channel, did reviews for the episodes, but like, yeah. Why bother bringing in Evan Peters? Like, it was totally like, just like a fake out, I feel like, just to be mm-hmm. like, you know, they didn't want to bring it back Aaron Taylor Johnson, I guess, and it was just sort of supposed to be like a nod, but the way they did it really made it seem like they were setting something cool up, and then it just didn't pay right. off at all, like you said. And mm-hmm. from what I heard, there was supposed to be like an extra scene or an, an extra like mild story, like small story uh, plot line in the finale where mm-hmm. Monica and Ralph, like, went into Agatha's basement. Right. And I think Senior Scratchy was supposed to be a demon, mm-hmm. um, but it got scrapped. Some people are saying it could be because of the pandemic. I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, because it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense why, considering, yeah. like, supposedly they filmed it already. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, this, the show came out every week, so it's like, I don't think it was a time issue either. It feels like something that just, right. got, that you know, got left on the cutting room floor, but mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. for sure, you know. and, like, from what I heard of that one scene, it sounds like it would have 
like not only fixed a lot of things, but yes. it sounds like it's just a really cool scene on its own. Like Monica yeah. and, and Ralph just fighting this demon rabbit thing. That sounds awesome. Well, yeah, and also Ralph, I, we don't really see him after that scene. So it's right. like it would have given his character more of a purpose than to just right. sort of be there to trick Wanda, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, I I think that whole subplot and just having uh, Quicksilver actually be Ralph was like, yeah. not it's probably like my least favorite part of the whole series honestly yeah because i mean going back and watching it is actually like pretty cool i feel like they yeah. dragged out when it was coming out week by week <clears throat> they kind of dragged out the sitcom aspect a bit much you know mm. like it was a bit annoying every week just having like the tiniest little bit until like episode four or five mm-hmm. um but watching it like as a whole like contained series like when i could just watch it at my own leisure yeah it worked better i think i think the first like episode should have been like the two black and white ones instead of having like Mm -hmm. two episodes of it you know just have like one or two probably like the first two episodes maybe could have been the sitcom thing but they kind of dragged it out you know for Mm -hmm. for, like the first five episodes or something and i feel like they they could have revealed a little more at at the beginning or something i don't know Mm -hmm. like watching i remember being kind of frustrated that like it was taking so long to get to anything especially considering it was nine episodes mm-hmm. um yeah so, yeah, yeah. on a similar note like i think for the most part it's a good show i just yeah. didn't really like the last like couple of episodes how, it, how they wrapped it yeah. all up i didn't like the conclusion but a lot yeah. of the setup and stuff was i thought was really good right like the whole concept was really cool it was sort yeah. of like a soft adaptation of house of m you know so that right. was that was kind of cool and just the concept of you know wanda basically not not you know kind of be, becoming a villain though mm-hmm. it was kind of not on purpose at first right. and then she just she she just kept it going because she didn't want to lose what she had mm-hmm. um and all that was cool and introducing monica and like her getting her powers and everything all that was cool i wasn't a huge fan of agatha i felt like she was kind of like a meh villain to me like i didn't yeah. hate her but she was just kind of throwaway. like she, she didn't leave a lasting mm-hmm. impression especially right. not one big enough for her own series mm-hmm. but you know we'll yeah i think that, that series is the only thing i can really see it doing is just trying to clean up a lot of the loose ends from wandavision you know yeah because yeah. like we said there's quite a few mm-hmm. uh, threads that are still out there which is like the my only motivation to watch it right is, is that um but like i i like seeing more vision and like mm-hmm. i thought i thought the whole thing with white vision or i guess i, I think that they like his technical name is the vision and then original vision is just vision um i liked the whole fight with them and like getting to actually see vision use his powers to fight which like i felt like for some reason i kind of felt like deprived of that even though he did get to do stuff in the mcu i just feel like vision was kind of a mildly wasted character in some ways you know um considering how powerful and important he often is in the comics but it it, Mm -hmm. it seems like it's not going to be the last of him though you know, because right. he's kind of reborn as the Vision, you know, the White Vision. So it'll be kind of cool mm-hmm. to see what they do with him. Yeah. Um. So I guess he's not totally dead. So that was kind of cool. And mm-hmm. in introducing Wanda's kids, all that was was pretty cool. But like yeah. you said, the ending was kind of felt a little bit rushed and a bit like generic, right. like generic yeah, CGI that's... fight by the end. You know. Yes. Um, I was kind of expecting a bit more, but I did like that they actually made Wanda a witch, like, you know, um, mm. like, you know, the Scarlet Witch or wh- whatever by the end, instead of being, 
you know, instead of getting her powers from the stone, which they previously said, they retconned it to say the stone just unlocked her innate abilities, which I liked. Right. I wonder if they're ever going to say she's a mutant, because they, they already did, like, say mm. that with Namor and Ms. Marvel. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, I think that's... Is that all for WandaVision, or are we going to move yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm fine with moving on. So, ne- next we have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, Yeah, we we recorded a whole thing on uh, Wakanda Forever, but we, we couldn't use it because the audio was corrupted. But basically... Yeah. Uh, I kind of mentioned in that one that I just don't feel like, with Suspension Stan especially, I just don't feel like this show really has, like, a a main character kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like Anthony Mackie could probably become, like, a a good leading man eventually, but Mm -hmm. at this point, I just don't really, there's not really a whole lot going on. Like, they're both kind of side characters, and Mm -hmm. so, you know, I feel like the the show kind of suffers from that a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I, I can see, see that a little bit, I guess. I, I feel like the show did a pretty good job developing them both more, mm-hmm. especially Bucky, I'd say, kind of him, like, rectifying yeah. stuff, you know, and kind of, like, kind because of, there was definitely some, like, Winter Soldier stuff that I feel like was a little un- unresolved. Mm. I guess my main thing that I liked about this show is it felt like a sequel to like the okay. Winter Soldier yeah. and Civil War, like all the stuff that like felt like loose ends to me, they mm-hmm. kind of delved into more. Um, so that is what I liked about it. I I, I can kind of see what, you, what you're saying about the leading man thing. Um, I feel like maybe if there was like, well, they are doing another Captain America, so yeah. I feel like we'll see how well Anthony Ma- Ma- Mackie does in that. But I do kind of see what you're saying about Bucky, which that's kind of how he is in the comics. Like he's not exactly mm-hmm. like I think he has had his series before. Yeah. And obviously he was Captain America for a bit, though, mm-hmm. you know. But um, yeah, he is. He does work better as a side character, which I think was. I I think it was smart that they did them both together instead of trying right. to make one series off of one, you know, off of like Bucky or something. Yeah. Um. But oh, overall, I did like it, and I liked that it was a little more grounded. Like we hadn't seen the grounded side of Marvel for a while. Felt like, mm. um, yeah. you know, even though it's super soldier stuff, it's more like hand to hand combat type of stuff as opposed to like magic and you know aliens. Mm-hmm. So I did like that, and I and I like seeing Zemo back. Yeah, um, I thought that 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 was cool, and I felt like the writing overall was a little more serious, I guess, mm, okay. and deep. These when it came to some characters like Isaiah Bradley and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that all that stuff was a little more serious, um, which I liked. Um, yeah, what did you think of the flag smashers and everything? Because I feel like that 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 was kind of a divisive part of this series for a lot yeah. of fans. Uh I don't know. Like, I feel like that, that it kind of goes into another deeper issue I have with this show is it and kind of Marvel in general, when they try to do social commentary, they don't mm-hmm. really comment on anything. They just yeah. kind of point it out and be like, hey, look, this yeah. thing exists. And then they kind of move on. Yeah. Um, Like they, they like in like episode two or three, I think they do that whole like uh they kind of mention racist cops, but then they just uh, kind of like mention it and move on. And it was pretty uh, like a little unbelievable. Yeah, you know, like them stopping in an Avenger and being like, "Is he bothering you?" Like, eh, okay, right. that seems a yeah. bit far fetched. Yeah, and so I feel like they were trying to say something, but they mm-hmm. just, they just like, I don't know, like maybe they got cold feet or something. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I, I feel like they did a better job with it with like the Isaiah Bradley storyline. Yeah, um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, just kind of like a racing history kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that I thought that part was pretty good for the most part, especially at the mm-hmm. end where. Um, 
Sam made sure that Isaiah was added to like the Captain America museum. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cool, and that was a pretty yeah. moving scene. I think when Isaiah mm-hmm. went and saw that, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the new Captain America. So I wonder what they're going to do with his character. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did like, um, I like John Walker, the the mm-hmm. evil Captain America. I wish they did a little more with that. Yes. I really liked, like, I thought they did a really good job with his character, like, adapting him from mm-hmm. the comics. Because, like, you're not necessarily necessarily supposed to like him. Right. I thought some of the hatred from fans was a little bit weird. Um, especially yeah, that, them it's... going after Wyatt Russell himself. Like, what? Like, oh, okay. But, yeah, because you're supposed to hate him. And, yeah, right. Like, idea. he's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be, like, a borderline anti-hero villain character. And he's supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, a jerk, you know? So, but right. I thought they really humanized him, though, which I haven't read yeah. a lot of him in the comics, but I feel like they did a better job than then mm-hmm. maybe the comics did of, like, humanizing him, you know, yeah. and making you kind of see where he was coming from. And he was basically, like, trying to be Captain America, but he had too many character flaws to really be as mm-hmm. good as, you know as good as steve right um but i thought that whole thing was really interesting and i think they really set up his character pretty well i just kind of hope they don't ruin him in thunderbolts right but i guess we'll see i i did like that they showed in this show like the effects of like the blip and everything (laughs) on normal people and how people were displaced Uh, i felt like the flag smashers could have been maybe a little less annoying, <laughs> mm, but yeah. I didn't hate them as much as some people did, but I thought they mm-hmm. were all right. So Black Widow, for me, it kind of represents like the worst of like the Marvel formula. I refer to yeah. it as like old Marvel because they're kind of moving yeah. on to a different thing. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's like, it's it very much formulaic, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just very muddled and confusing. Like I remember yeah. watching it and like, not making sense to me but then i was like i can sit here and figure it out but i really just don't care enough about the movie to give it any, <laughs> yeah much fair enough and i don't even remember what it was that confused me i just kind of forgot about it and moved on yeah. um but yeah i kind of i like seeing uh you know kind of that whole black widow like an agency i don't know what, what what's the right word like mm-hmm. an organization kind of yeah. thing yeah yeah and all those characters i like um yeah. the introduction of florence Pugh. i like seeing mm-hmm her family dynamic the of those characters with uh, red guardian and uh i don't remember who played the mom um rachel vice yes rachel vice yeah yeah i think i i was definitely disappointed by this movie Mm. Uh, i was really hoping for a you know more i guess like born movie um you know like a marvel spy thriller which we kind of got in winter soldier but that to a greater extent Mm -hmm. um and maybe like delving into her past a little more they really didn't delve in as much as i was hoping i feel like they Mm kind of cover they like they didn't really cover much more than like the flashbacks in age of ultron i thought Mm -hmm. i kind of wish they had like they had a few flashbacks but then there's a lot stuff in the middle that they didn't fill in Mm -hmm. but whatever um and I, I don't know. I thought it was a little odd to place it between Civil War and Infinity War, but I guess it worked. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I thought Red Guardian, like like I thought, um, Yelena and Red Guardian and everyone were cool. I thought mm-hmm. Red Guardian was a little wasted. Um, yeah. Like he had a couple alright scenes, but he kind of got his ass kicked by Taskmaster. 
and mm. he so he sort of seemed like he was there for comedic you know relief right. when there was already enough but which like i guess would have worked if he was also kind of as cool as they were making him seem you know like the russian mm. captain america but yeah, yeah i felt like he kind of fell flat to me i, I kind of wish they'd done more with him and yeah like you said the the formula it just like the first 20 minutes or so i'm like oh this this is a cool kind of like spy movie vibes i'm mm-hmm. liking this and then they, they just sort of delved into the typical like unnecessary you know jokes and like banter mm-hmm. at weird times mm-hmm. you know like i feel like there wasn't there was a lot of scenes that they should have left to breathe because they felt a little dramatic and then there was like an explosion there was so many like explosions and times where like a mm-hmm. dialogue scene got cut off it was almost funny yeah mm-hmm. um sure. and then the whole taskmaster thing I was definitely yeah. not <laughs> a fan of what they did with Taskmaster. That like it just yeah, for sure. like it if they had only made her you know the main bag. I don't even care to remember his name, some r- Russian dude. Um yeah. If they had just made her his daughter, I would it would have taken me a while, but I might have warmed up to it. But the fact that they made mm-hmm. her his daughter and she was being like basically mind controlled right. like Basically, like, I've seen the comparison before, but, like, Jason from X-Men 2, William Stryker's son, like, he yeah. basically mind-controlled him. It was, like, the same thing. Like, she had no agency. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is not Taskmaster at all. Right. Like, right. I feel like already, like, the, I felt the suit was okay, but I felt like they already kind of, like, watered Taskmaster down by not really mm-hmm. committing to the skull mask, you know? And, and like, an actual broadsword or something would have been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, you know, he's supposed to be, like, a mercenary, He's he's basically like Marvel's equivalent of Deathstroke, you right. know. And there's the whole thing where like he can copy everybody's moves, mm-hmm. and they sort of like said she could do that, but they didn't really explain it at all, which I was hoping. But anyway, I did not like that re- reveal at all. And it seems like they're moving forward with that character, and I really don't right. like know how I feel about that, considering like yeah. how much they changed that character for no reason. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't even a really very good twist. It was just like, oh, okay, is his daughter that's supposed to be dead? You know, right. Yeah, I remember at the time seeing a meme that said, um, we got Taskmaster and Polka Dot Man in live action at the same time. <laughs> uh, I don't care about Taskmaster. Right, I know. Polka Dot Man is a way better character. Yeah. Right. Uh, like, yeah, and, and, and it wasn't just, like, if they had made her a really good character, but she yeah. was just kind of there to, like, try and kill Natasha, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was yeah, no exactly. development to her at all, and I don't know, just really boring, honestly. Yeah, it's kind of like a Taskmaster and Taskmaster in name only. It's not really the character, right? Exactly. Like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is that all for Black Widow? Yeah, I, it was all, all right. right, but it was disappointing in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, for There's sure. A lot of things that took me out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going on to Loki now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, this show, I, I'm kind of conflicted on it. There's parts yes, that I really yeah. like. Um, there's some parts that I didn't really like. I feel like it's good, but kind of overrated. Like, I feel like it's just because it's about Tom Hiddleston's Loki. People are just, like, going gaga over Mm -hmm. it, you know? And, like, it it was good, but it was not as good as some people say, I'd say. But, you know. Yeah, I would have liked more, like, time travel stuff. Like, it's a a time travel show, but it's, it's really more about the multiverse than time travel kind of thing yeah yeah me and my friend were talking about it when it came out and felt like 
it kind of had wasted potential in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, like they could have done more cool stuff with the whole time travel thing, mm-hmm. and even right. more cool stuff with the multiverse thing. If it did yeah. feel like it was basically just there to like introduce the multiverse to like right. the diehard fans, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I thought there was some really cool stuff, like seeing Tom Hiddleston's Loki, and just seeing like the introduction of variants was cool, and the fact that yeah. you know they they don't all look like the same person, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of established that it's not going to be the same actor playing every single version of a character from the multiverse, which right. I feel like opens the door to using, mm-hmm. you know, actors from other previous stuff, you know, like seeing Patrick Stewart in Multiverse of Madness and whatnot, and, you know, the two other Spider-Men. Right, yeah. Um. But, yeah, I kind of felt a little bit disappointed by the end. Like, I feel like the last few episodes, they took a long time to mm-hmm. like reveal what was going on with you know like he who remains or whatever right. um and then it was over pretty quick mm-hmm. um but i i did like sylvie for the most part yeah um, it's kind of weird the romance between them but i definitely saw it coming from yes. a mile away um yeah but yeah so it, it was it was pretty cool and i really liked mobius he was cool mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I'm I'm interested to see what they do with um what's her name the uh I don't remember the character's name Gugu Mbatha-Ra she was um in the comic she's Kang's wife I think at one yes. point I kind of forget what her name is though but yeah I have it on the tip of my tongue yeah me yeah me too Ravonna went Renslayer Renslayer right yeah I'm yeah. kind of curious to see what they do with her in the future and if she's going mm-hmm. to be really tied to kang or not yeah um and speaking of kang it was it was kind of cool to see you know them sort of introducing kang it was more like mm-hmm. a variant but all that and i i'm looking forward to seeing them explore that more in season two mm-hmm. but i think overall it was a really cool introduction to a lot of stuff but right i feel like they could have done more with it especially considering how like wild the concept is Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. the, the introduction was super cool, and then it felt like it got a little bit like bogged down in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of just setup for mm-hmm. uh, the future, the multiverse, uh, that Kang as a as a villain, and kind of mm-hmm. I guess Loki season two. I guess it too. Yeah, yeah. That being said, I, I am looking forward to season two. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of the multiverse, let's jump into what if, which apparently. Oh uh, yeah after this first season it's not really going to be part of the mcu anymore it looks like it's going to be kind of its own thing you mean like kind of interesting like i don't know i i feel like they're kind of just moving it off in its own direction and it's Mm, less i don't know maybe i'm just reading into it too deep i don't know interesting well that they they are doing that um spider-man freshman year series yeah which is definitely i mean at the very least it's it's a different timeline right um so, which I didn't expect until, you know, they revealed all that at Comic-Con. But, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, I guess they could do that with What If. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, and which I like, I, I, my, the, my favorite parts about What If were that it's kind mm-hmm. of its own thing anyway. Yeah. Like, it kind of tied it all together at the end, which I didn't particularly care for. No, not really. It kind of defeated the purpose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um but yeah, for the most part, I, I enjoyed it. The animation was a little bit weird at times, but mm. um, and some of the voice actors, like yeah, some of them did not it, work very well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, for the most part, I enjoyed it. I like mm-hmm. 
the zombie one. I like the one mm, where yeah. uh, Thor's vacation or party Thor or whatever that one was. That oh, was cool. really? I kind of hated that one. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I just it was just kind of like uh, just a kind of absurd like yeah. comedy thing for me. I don't know. Yeah, for me it was kind of like up and down. Like there were some episodes that were really throwaway to me. Right. They were all like right the first for couple, one viewing. Yeah. yeah, the first couple. Like, I thought the Captain Carter one was all right. Um, it felt yeah. like it was just an excuse to have her in Multiverse of Madness, which is kind of weird because mm-hmm. she was hardly in that. But, um, right. well, and it, and it seems like she's going to be in season two. Yeah. So I don't really get the point of what they're doing with her character. But I th- I thought it was pretty cool. Like, I, I think I went back and rewatched it before Multiverse of Madness, and, it, and I mm-hmm. liked it more the second time. Okay. But it did just kind of seem like, you know, Captain America with... I felt like they could have changed it a little more, but then the changes mm-hmm. they did make were a little weird. Yeah, I feel like this first episode especially, they were just kind of easing the audience into the, the concept mm-hmm. of the show. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. And then the the, the, the second one was like, I don't know, kind of throwaway to me. The best part was like, you know, Chadwick Boseman is right. like Star-Lord, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was weird the whole thing with Thanos that he was like, yeah, a good guy, and then he just like was seemed like so powered down. It was just like, what? What are you doing with this? And yeah, then, it kind of yeah. just seemed like um, that, like because T'Challa was in space, he kind of just like solved all the problems and everything was like good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, right, I, right. I, that I that get was what they were stupid. trying to say, but it was a little weird. It was it was it was very unrealistic. I hate it when they do yeah. that. Like it's just kind of bad writing. Mm-hmm. Where you act, where there's like one character who just can do anything and has no flaws, kind of thing. Right. Which he isn't yeah. like that in the movies, so I don't right. know why they did that. But yeah, and then I honestly re- really liked that episode where all the Avengers were killed by Hank Pym. Mm. Yeah, I that thought that cool. was surprisingly dark for mm-hmm. Marvel, and I, I I really liked it. Um, and I I liked the episode. I, I wasn't expecting to, but I did like the episode where Killmonger saved Tony. Because okay. I kind of felt like they were going the direction where, like, oh, well, you know, Killmonger's actually a good guy or something. I'm like, this doesn't really seem like his character. But then yeah. in the end, like, he ended up, you know, being the villain we know. And I was like, okay, all right, this makes mm-hmm. sense, you know. And it, it was kind of a good um, uh, kind of twist, I guess, yeah. you know. Um, so that that was cool. And I really liked the Doctor Strange one. That was one of my favorites, mm. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like like you said, the end, the end where they all like they kind of tied them together, kind of mm-hmm. did you know like the whole Ultron like I forget what he was called, but like yeah, he, he like hit that 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 concept was kind of cool, and I kind of wish that's the Ultron we saw or something kind of like that in the actual movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I didn't hate Ultron in Age of Ultron, but I kind of wish he'd been more powerful like he was in that. But at right. the same, but then they sort of made like this weird, what they call like Guardians of the Multiverse or some crap. Like yeah, that. It was like that was what? Weird. That was weird. <laughs> if it was kind of eh, all right, this is a little bit generic, but whatever. All right, the next one is Shang Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. I honestly mm. like. I was not expecting this movie to be as good as it was. Like, yeah, I, I really really enjoyed it because like when they announced it, it was like okay, it's just this guy who can like punch and kick like everybody mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe does that. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was great. And, like, they yeah. tied in, like, the mythology really well. Yeah. Um, like, the different ways that, like, the different characters, like, fight with one another. Like, that mm-hmm. that opening scene. Oh, well, maybe it wasn't the opening scene, but it was the one where the 
the mom and the dad meet for the first time and oh, you can yeah. like yeah. see the different ways that they're fighting at one another and that mm-hmm. like informs a lot about their character. I had yeah. I thought it was really cool, really cool. Yeah, I honestly loved this one. I wasn't yeah. like I I thought it looked pretty good from the trailers and I was looking forward mm-hmm. to it after a while because I was thinking they had the potential to be like kind of like a bit of like a kung fu like martial arts movie you right. know set in the Marvel universe and it was honestly one of the most unique things yes. out of Marvel in a while um mm-hmm. I thought it was and it was probably one of the strongest like or- origin solo movies yeah absolutely um very cool I really liked Shang-Chi like instantly mm-hmm. uh Simu Liu is, is like a really good charisma about him yes absolutely. that worked really well and i thought it was cool they made his dad mandarin mm-hmm. you know even though they changed his name to like i, I kind of forget what his name Is was when Wu. yeah i think so which i mean yeah. you know like the whole mandarin thing's a bit outdated so i kind of get it mm-hmm. and um and the whole 10 rings thing it took me a while to get used to them being armbands um yeah especially considering like you know they each had like a special power in the comics Mm-hmm. But it honestly, like, it, it, I think it worked pretty well. And what they did with it, what he was able to do with them, was I thought they it, right. they made it they made it really cool. Yeah. Um. And I just thought that overall that the story was really well done. Just the whole thing mm-hmm. with like you know his mom dying and yeah, just, just, just kind of the origin of Mandarin himself and Shang Chi, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And the Ten yeah. Rings themselves, and I, I like that they retconned all that. Because that was one of the things I hated so much about Iron Man 3 was they made, mm. you know, because like the Ten Rings first showed up and I had the first Iron Man. Right. And then it felt like a real letdown because I felt like they were going to like, it was building up to like a peak, you know, in the third mm-hmm. Iron Man. Right. And then it was, you know, fake. Yeah. Um, and, and I like that they brought back Trevor Slattery. I felt like yes. that kind of went full circle with that whole weird twist in Iron mm-hmm. Man 3 but also felt like they were acknowledging like you know like right. yes yes we know you you were mad about this you know yeah C- calm down we're fixing it you know we're mm-hmm. making it better so i i did, i did all, like all that and i thought the introduction of like dragons into oh, the yeah. MCU was pretty cool though I, though I i was hoping it was going to be like fin fang foom but i'm guessing they're going to save him for later yeah, I like to think that I have a really sophisticated taste about movies and TV, but I'm I'm a sucker for a good dragon. You know, yeah, these, I know these yeah. ones are really cool for real. Yeah, exactly. I I just thought the whole thing was cool and that he got Shang-Chi got the rings at the end. Yeah, um, and that that they changed color and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do hope that he has the rings going forward. Though it seems like they're kind of making them like these, you know, ancient artifacts that yeah. that apparently are tied in with uh, Ms. Marvel's bangle. Right. Which I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what the, if there's if it's supposed to be like ancient alien technology or something because mm-hmm. in the comics Mandarin got the rings from um a like an alien race of dragons basically yes yeah. it, it was like a crash ship um so I was kind of expecting them to go into that the origins of the rings but it seems like they're mm-hmm. really gonna save that up for later so yeah. I I do look forward to seeing what they're doing with that mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure this is greenlit for a sequel by the same director. Yes, so. I think so. And I think he's also going to do Secret gonna, Wars, was it? No, he's do, he's doing the Kang Dynasty, I think. The Kang Dynasty, okay, yeah. De- Destin Daniel Critton, I think his name is. It's, it's, it's yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I really like this one. Mm-hmm. My friend, um, who's like pretty picky with a lot of times with movies, especially like 
Um, like he likes Mar- like Marvel movies and he'll watch them, but he's usually like pretty hard on them, especially when they're a bit mm. generic. But he right. walked out of this and said like he really liked it and thought it was like really refreshing for yes, superhero absolutely. movies. So yeah, yeah. So then after that, the Eternals, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and so I feel like this movie, as well as some other ones that we'll get into a little bit later, um, it's definitely that Marvel is trying to respond to kind of the criticisms that there is a formula. Yes. And I feel like this doesn't necessarily work 100% of the time like that. Sure. I don't know. It's not, I didn't love it. I didn't hate Mm -hmm. it. I don't think it's my least favorite MCU thing. I Mm -hmm. just, I thought it was kind of boring at times. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It took itself very seriously. I don't yes. Know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I liked it a lot more than most people did. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think it was the fact that it would just like try to be more serious. And yeah. I thought that I, th- I really liked the style, you know, the visuals mm. and the style. And I honestly liked the costumes. Um, yeah. Okay. And I thought it was just really a nice looking movie. Um, mm. And I thought the story was pretty like interesting uh, it, it wasn't like as generic as i expected it wasn't mm-hmm. just the eternals versus the the deviants they kind of had that twist where you mm-hmm. know it was actually basically them versus the celestials for the most right. part you know which i thought was a pretty um interesting way to go about this story and in they did change stuff from the comics but they kept things more comic accurate than i expected you know the fact mm-hmm. that like this the celestials created the deviants and actually i can't remember if it was the celestials but it, it, it was you know like a you know one of those like insanely powerful um yeah. groups of um beings in the in the comics that created both the deviants and the eternals Mm-hmm. Um, and I surprisingly liked most of the Eternals more than I expected. Okay, especially considering how like short, like you know, it was a two and a half hour movie, but it was introducing a lot of characters. Right. It probably would have worked better as like a show or introducing some of them mm. in like a yeah. series. But like the main ones, I liked. Um, like you know, even though he was kind of the villain, I liked Icarus's character, mm-hmm. um, and Cersei and Makari and stuff. They were yeah. all pr- pretty cool. Um, for, for me, I think what really got me was like the style of it. It felt a lot, Mm. like it had a lot more style than a lot of Marvel movies. A lot of the other Marvel movies look like they're a Marvel movie. This, if they, if it didn't have any mention of any of the other events, the MCU felt like it Mm. could have been its own thing, like a standalone comic book movie. Mm -hmm. So I did like all those aspects to it. And I don't know. I think for me, I think the issues with it were that it felt it was a bit of a half measure. Like if if it had been all like the cool style and interesting story and everything, it would have worked really well. But they threw in a lot of unnecessary like you know Marvel humor type stuff right. and kind of w- wasted the Deviant Crow. Like he mm, was in yes. it and didn't do yes. much. You know, like mm-hmm. he killed Fast, not Fastos, um, Gilgamesh, and you know Thena killed him, which happened really easily and kind of out of nowhere you know Mm -hmm. um but like he didn't have as much of a role as i was hoping he would you know because once they kind of like showed his point of view and showed he was like actually had a motivation besides just killing things like it was revenge Mm -hmm. but still but then he just sort of randomly shows up and then he gets taken out by thena but Mm -hmm. i don't know i i did really like the end the whole end battle though i thought was really cool like with icarus versus everyone else mm-hmm. it was it was it was a pretty cool scene and i like that it didn't end 
with a stereotypical like happy ending it like kind of set things up going forward and made sense because right. it's like they're they're going against like a celestial they they wouldn't just get away with that you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i feel like um a lot of the issues with this movie is that it's like you mentioned it's 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 it, it there's nothing before it. It's like setting up a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. And so I feel like if there was some build up ahead of time, mm-hmm. then it kind of then it would have earned its more seriousness. But because it's mm-hmm. like this big thing and it's right out the gate, it didn't really work as well, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I think I, I don't know because I was really like I had extremely low expectations for this movie, mm-hmm. um. And I think it like it surprised me in in a lot of ways. Um, which is probably part of what informed, you know, my reaction to it. But I have seen it multiple times and like, Mm. I think I like it more the more I see it. So, okay. I don't know. It's just kind of my kind of movie, I guess. I think part of it too, is I know that like the director took some inspiration, um, from like man of steel, especially with Icarus and that whole, that, that kind of style. Mm-hmm. of movie is really down my alley so that's probably why sure. i liked it for sure okay i think we're gonna move on to spider-man no way home and oh, i will yeah. say up top that i i liked it when it first came out but i've kind of grown a little cynical about this movie i, mm. I feel like it's just kind of a lot of nostalgia bait like it's not all oh, bad yeah, I, but absolutely. i feel like well at, at times it leans too heavily into that into that and it's not sure i don't know yeah I think, I don't know, I feel like it's a bit reductionist to say it's, like, all nostalgia bait, which you didn't say, but some other people have said that, you know, now that it's died down and it's, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that they did it, like, a lot better actually making it work as a story than I expected. Mm-hmm. Like, I expected it to just go in and see a bunch of cool n- nostalgia bait, which there was a lot of that, sure. Yeah. But also, I think especially like the main villains were like actually important to the story and like they basically set up you know norman osborne green goblin as like Mm -hmm. you know a main villain for peter especially you know considering he killed aunt may and everything right um and they actually made the other spider-man kind of important like they didn't just kind of like show up and right. you know like oh we're gonna help you save the day they actually like helped him you know provide they they, they 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 helped like provide moral support and stuff for mm-hmm. tom holland's peter you yeah. know it plus they also kind of gave them further development especially uh andrew garfield's spider-man mm-hmm. they gave him further de- 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 development and whatnot so i feel like they did a better job than you know, kind of relying solely on nostalgia bait, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was probably, like, the best written out of okay. the MCU Spider-Mans, especially, like, for Tom Holland's Spider-Man's arc. Mm-hmm. And I will say that it's definitely a taste thing. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're... In my opinion, I would rather see, like, different versions of characters that we're familiar with instead of just seeing ones that we've seen in previous movies Uh it's definitely more of a taste thing like if you're going to open up the spider-verse like if you would have i would have preferred to see Mm spider-man 2099 or spider-punk or miles morales or whatever that's kind of more my kind of thing instead of just seeing like oh this is a characters from the other movies that's not really what i'm interested in personally sure and so that's 
maybe why this movie didn't hit as hard for me is as I, I didn't hate it, but I, you know, I'm just not as into it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I definitely want to see those characters moving forward, especially um, yeah. Miles and Spider-Man 2099. Um, mm-hmm. I do think if it had been all new characters and probably would have like been a little much like, like it works yeah. like an animated movie, but like in a live mm-hmm. action movie, if you're going to open the Spider-Verse and like all these like random Spider-Men nobody's ever like heard of, like I feel like right. it, was pro- it was probably a little safer to do that. But plus, yeah. I think for me, like, you know, the Tobey Maguire movies were like a huge part of my childhood. So for me, sure. it was like, yeah, it was like a lot of nostalgia, but at the same time, kind of doing those characters justice, I guess, you know, like it mm-hmm. wasn't just bringing them back for a cool cameo. It was like actually they actually felt like actual characters in the, in this story yeah and i will say that both of those other series didn't really have an end point they were just mm-hmm. kind of canceled and so this yeah. is sort of wrapping that up i guess right it's yeah right exactly cool so if that's everything for spider-man we'll move on to yeah. hawkeye which like I don't know what it is, but I, I really liked Hawkeye. I mm-hmm. think it might be like I grew up with like Arrow, and this is very fi- mm. similar to that. Yeah, like it's sort of this street level Archer character fighting the mob. I don't know. I just yeah. loved loved Hawkeye. I feel like a lot of the action was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked the humor, especially with the the Russians. I thought it was was really yeah, funny, but not like fun, yeah, not like too silly. I don't know. I feel like it was really well balanced and I just I really liked the show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it kind of flew under the radar a bit. Like after it was yes. over, it just sort of like nobody talked about it much anymore. But mm-hmm. it was it was actually like really good. Like really cool. Yeah. Like it really developed Clint Moore as a character, which I feel is long overdue. Right. And they and they managed to like introduce Kate Bishop and Haley mm-hmm. Steinfeld did a really good job and I I really yeah. liked them together. Um and it felt like it it, it sort of had like a diehardish field like kind of a fun yeah, action sure. movie um and yeah and like you said just the whole thing of like him fighting the mob it was more like street level which was cool yeah. to see um and they did a pretty good job just kind of making it feel like the matt fraction um yes comic which i was reading that like around the same time as i was watching the show and i was like mm-hmm. oh they adapted that part perfectly they, they adapted right. that exactly you know that exactly. was that yeah. was pretty cool, and it was a pretty decent introduction to Echo. Yes. Um, oh, and we got to see more of Ronan, which I thought was really cool. Mm, like, I really yeah. thought he was really cool as Ronan, just mm-hmm. like as that character and everything. He was more like a ninja type character, and we 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 barely got to see him as Ronan in Endgame. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see more scenes with him as Ronan, though I would have liked to see more. But you know, obviously, like outside right. of like an actual Ronan show, that mm-hmm. wouldn't have made much sense. Right. Um, and just the whole thing with like Kate, Kate's mom and everything. Mm, um, like yeah. I, I kind of saw it coming, but it, like at the same time, it had a little more to it than just you know, like oh, her mom's evil, you know. Right. Um, and them them having Kingpin in it that was super cool. Yeah. Like it, they they did a really good job of like teasing that until like the last second, and they did a really mm. good job like having that reveal at like the end of one episode, and then he's just in it the next right. episode. Um, I thought that was really cool, and of course, like Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin is just mm. like great. Yeah, yeah. And he he felt like the same character mm-hmm. from the Daredevil series, except except he's like a little more like a little stronger or something. They they, they kind of didn't explain that. Um, yeah, and so it's kind of like very nebulous if this is yeah. like a different universe I, or not. You know, I think they're leaning more into just the the comic bookness of it. Yeah, and just have like he's yeah. huge brick of a, of a guy unstoppable yeah, yeah which they kind of did with 
Daredevil and She-Hulk, like his acrobatic mm-hmm. ability is a lot more comic accurate, which, right. you know, it's very unrealistic, but, you know, it's it, it's a comic book, you know, it's, you know. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still not clear, like, how much of a reboot this is. Right. If it's supposed to be an actual separate universe, or it's just sort of a soft reboot where they just don't talk about what they don't want to talk about, and but kind of act like it's the same. Yeah, story. I think it's going to be very selective. Yeah, they just kind of take what they want and forget what they don't. Which I'm okay think. with. I kind of prefer that in some ways to totally like rebooting it in a separate timeline. But mm-hmm. I guess we'll see how it works. But that's something else entirely and having yelena in in the show was pretty cool because yelena and clint were probably the closest people to to, uh Mm -hmm. natasha and that was another thing we we didn't talk about talking about black widow Mm -hmm. i feel like they didn't give her a very good send-off because considering she 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 didn't get a funeral in endgame she Mm -hmm. didn't really she didn't get a funeral in black widow we got to see her grave at the end Mm -hmm. um with yelena but then freaking um Allegra de Fontaine showed up and hammed, yeah. uh, hammed up that scene for no reason, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I felt like this show was a better tribute, like in a better, like send off to N- Natasha than even the black widow movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I also feel like this show is a better characterization of, um, Yelena as well than mm-hmm. the other movie. Yeah. Uh, probably my favorite Marvel show out of all okay. of them. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so next, I think is Moon Knight, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, there there wasn't a movie between. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah. So Moon Knight. A lot of people really like Moon Knight. It didn't mm-hmm. really. It wasn't really my thing. I kind. Mm-hmm. I. I kind of watched it. I wasn't super invested in it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. There was there's some fun mythology stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. The way they're they're just kind of like full blown leaning into the whole god thing. Mm-hmm. We got to see a little bit of that in like Black Panther, barely, and then yeah. obviously with Thor and everything. Though they like went out of their way to say like, "Well, he's not really a god; he's another dimensional being." But right. in this, they're just straight up, yeah, there's freaking gods, you know. Yep. yep. Um, which I I really enjoyed this show. I feel like it was okay. missing something. I couldn't put my finger mm-hmm. on it. There was something missing, like from stopping yeah. it from being like amazing, mm-hmm. but I really liked it as an introduction to Moon Knight. I think that that's one thing. There were a few shots where I was a little unimpressed with the CGI, okay. considering how, like how like as part of the MCU and all the other shows had like really good CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few scenes where I was like, huh, you know, like I was kind of expecting a little better CGI there, but. I thought the action was pretty cool, um, and just, like, them kind of delving into the, like, split personality thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, his... I really liked when they went into, like, uh, Mark Spector's childhood and kind of showing mm-hmm. why he created Steven, like, you know, why his subconscious created Steven and yeah. everything. I thought that was all cool, and just the, you know, just the whole thing with him being the fist of Khonshu. They did a really pretty dang good job adapting the comics, Mm-hmm. Which I think is a thing with the Moon Knight comics themselves. Moon Knight as a character is super cool. The comics yeah. are okay. Yeah, um, I guess so. I feel like that the, the show kind of had that same thing, mm. where like the, the the character Moon Knight, all that was really cool. The, the show itself was like good, but wasn't as good as it could have been for some reason. Yeah, okay. For what whatever reason, it, but I did really like Ethan Hawke as the villain yeah he did a super good job he's just freaking mm-hmm. good in everything right they made an interesting choice with the whole like 
Mr. Knight thing not being some alter, alter ego of Mark Spector. Yeah. It was, like, basically Steven's suit. Like, they each had, like, a different suit. Mm-hmm. Which, like, it, it worked for the show, I guess, but it was an, an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with Jake Loxley. Mm. Yeah. Oh, overall, I liked it. I feel like it has a lot of potential to be really interesting going forward, like his his character. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious to see how he's going to mesh with the rest of the MCU. Yeah, that's going to be interesting because, like, mm-hmm. it, it, the show didn't really tie into anything else, no. I would say. No, not, not really. Maybe one of the most self-contained, well, maybe Eternals, but it's one mm-hmm. of the most self-contained things in phase four i guess yeah. werewolf by night i'm looking at it there's a bunch of them that start popping out but it's one yeah. of the more self-contained yeah. ones for sure um yeah it'll be interesting to see how they tie him in because it's not clearly obvious like it doesn't really set anything up mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see where it goes in the future i do hope they do some sort of cool like some team up like with some of the more characters like that like moon knight blade mm-hmm. where werewolf by night yeah, it'd be pretty cool to see them like meet at some point and Ghost Rider if they ever introduce him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I really would like to see a Midnight Suns project. That would be pretty cool, you know. With yeah, mm-hmm. kind of the more like somewhat darker characters. Yeah, it's so, almost like a Justice League Dark kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely like to see those characters because I feel like yeah. if they put them too much with the other characters, it would mm-hmm. kind of I don't think they'd mesh too well. Like I feel like they work better in darker settings you know I'm yeah not talking about the light you necessarily you know it's like being more serious and stuff if you ham them up mm-hmm. i don't really think they're as interesting as characters right right um so next is dr strange and the multiverse oh, yeah. of madness yeah uh, yeah i really liked this movie a lot mm-hmm. um especially since it was like the follow-up after no way home everyone was thinking like oh it's mm-hmm. gonna be cameo central it's gonna be the big mm-hmm. multiverse movie and they they introduce everybody, but then they like kill them all, kill yeah. them all off. And I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of like I'm really into like misdirects and like subversions and stuff like that. I thought that was mm, so cool. Yeah. Uh, whenever a movie gives you exactly what you want, I'm kind of disappointed. Like, there's not, no surprises. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I thought that was great. A lot of people didn't because they were expecting something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall, I really like this movie. I'm a big fan of Sam Raimi and just his mm-hmm. weird sense of humor and just his style and this is yeah uh probably the most sam Raimi movie we've seen in like over yeah. a decade and so that's, yeah that's... It's, it's really cool yeah i feel like this hasn't aged super well for me okay i liked it a lot when it came out and the more i thought about it, the less i liked it but mostly mm-hmm. because i wish they had chosen one or the other like i really liked the sam Raimi stuff like all mm-hmm. that stuff like as a doctor strange movie i thought it was really cool yeah, well, I kind of wish that they had just done like a full on like Doctor Strange sequel without all the multiverse crap mm. and then had it like a third movie with make it a huge multiversal thing because it felt sure. a bit disappointing, especially mm. after No Way Home. Right. To just kind of like have the like multiversal stuff and like I didn't mind necessarily that they all died, but mm-hmm. I would have liked to see them put up a fight. Sure. Um but I, I didn't mind that, that they all got killed by Wanda. That actually made sense to me because she's supposed to be, mm-hmm. like, she's a freaking Scarlet Witch, you know, she's insanely powerful. Yeah. But I kind of I, I, I kind of wish they had done more with the multiverse in it, especially considering, For you know, sure. it's called a multiverse of madness. Yeah. And hearing all the plans they had and then, mm. like, discarded for no apparent reason, some of them made sense, but some of them didn't. Like, mm-hmm. there's, I think even Michael Waldron, the writer, even said something about, like, 
Ghost Rider being in a cut of the movie, or somebody said something like that, like Ghost Rider's mm-hmm. in it somewhere, but for some reason they cut it for no reason. Like I don't really get. Like I, I feel like it could, it, like it was supposed to be a cooler movie that it ended up being. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wish they had just made it a straight up like sequel where Sam Raimi got to do whatever he wanted. Because sure. all the Sam Raimi stuff that was obviously like you know Sam Raimi's idea and stuff, like I, mm-hmm. I dug a lot. Yeah. Um, there were just parts of the movie where I just got kind of bored with it, and I was just yeah. like, you know, even though it was only a two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the whole beginning, I really dug because that felt like yeah. it felt like it's a like a self-contained Doctor Strange story. I kind of mm-hmm. wish they had kept it as that and let yeah, Sam Raimi sure. just kind of like go crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the end though. I thought it was cool how he kind of like possessed like you know Defender Strange. And it like yeah. had the freaking like cloak of souls and stuff. Yeah, I think about that like all the time. Yeah, it's it's insane. <laughs> it was simultaneously like zany and cool. Yeah, um, that's and that's like Sam Raimi's whole yeah, thing. It's like it's so exactly. silly, but it's so awesome. It's yeah, it's right. <laughs> yeah, so all that stuff. But there was definitely like some like cringy lines and stuff. And like yeah, I feel like some of the stuff with Wanda didn't land. Mm. Um, I kind of ended up feeling a little bored by her storyline, even though sure. she was technically the main villain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you think of her being like the villain, basically? Uh, I didn't have as much of an issue with it as mm-hmm. other people did. Like, yeah. they feel like it kind of undoes her character from the WandaVision show. That's that's kind of their argument. Mm-hmm. And to that, I would say, like, the, the is the, she's definitely being manipulated by the Darkhold in this movie. Yes. And so even though it doesn't necessarily make sense with her character from the, the show... It's because she's kind of being possessed and manipulated. Mm-hmm. And so her goal is not to find her sons, although that's what she thinks is the goal. Her goal is to essentially destroy the multiverse with this book. And so yeah. it's kind of trying to trick her. And so that's kind of how I justify it, although a yeah. lot of people have a lot of issues with it. Well, and I feel like it it does go with, well, it, it, it goes with what makes sense to me from WandaVision. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a big part of the ending. The problem with the ending I have is like, yeah. they introduced the whole thing where like Wanda basically enslaved these people for months. Mm. And then they just sort of act like, Oh, well, <laughs> you know, right. And right. kind of don't go anywhere with it and just be like, Wanda's just supposed to like be okay with everything that happened. Like the next day, like she, she just supposed mm-hmm. to like be okay with the, with vision and her kids essentially being erased from existence. You know, right. like, it kind of makes sense to me that she would, like, snap, even though she seemed, like, they made her seem, like, okay at the end, kind of. Mm-hmm. It, it made more sense to me that she would, like, not be okay after that and, you know, sure. kind of snap, plus the whole being corrupted by the Darkhold, mm-hmm. which we saw at the end of WandaVision, so it shouldn't have been as big a surprise as it was, but... Right. Um, so I didn't really mind it, and, and I, I, did, I really did dig all the horror elements in this. Mm-hmm. Um... Though, like, to call it a straight-up horror movie is not, you know, it, it definitely was not, but yeah, um, I, did, I did, like, the horror elements to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Miss Marvel, I, it's probably the one where I came in with, uh, out of all these, I with the lowest expectation, but yeah. I was surprised by how, how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Um, I totally ag- agree with that. I, I went in, with, like, it looked kind of fun from the trailers, Mm-hmm. Um, but then actually watching it, I was like, you know, th- this is just like a fun time, but it's also right. not stupidly written. Yeah. Like all the humor in it was part of the fun. It didn't feel like, you know, too corny or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really ended up liking Kamala's character. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, which yeah. I, I wasn't sure I was going to, but Iman Vellani did a really good job just making mm-hmm. her a likable character. And I, yeah. I liked Br- Br- Bruno, too. Like, I, I liked pretty mm-hmm. much all the characters. Um, it, yeah. Like, it felt like it... I did like that it felt like they kind of were just creating like a whole like her own world even though like it was kind of yeah. through the eyes of a Marvel fan you know mm-hmm. her you know it introduced like you know her family and all her friends and everything and um right. I think it did a pretty good job like just kind of I guess diversifying the MCU like having a <laughs> Muslim character and everything and they actually like you know like I'm not Muslim, so I don't know how accurate all this stuff was. But from what right. I, what I heard from Muslim fans, is it was pretty like accurate with the religious aspect of things, and you know all that. So. Yeah, and I feel like kind of in contrast with what we said about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Again, I'm not a Muslim, so I can't speak with 100 percent certainty. But I feel yeah. like it addresses the issues better than Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier did, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah kind of that the way that they're treated by the government and sort of mm-hmm. uh, that whole situation i felt like that was handled really well well um, yeah because i feel like it, it it came in through interactions with characters as opposed yeah. to just like heavy-handed scenes where you're just right. like uh you know it's it's strange because i'm not a huge fan of carol danvers captain marvel yeah, but like her same. two supporting characters uh, monica rambeau and then yeah. miss marvel they're, they're great i love them yeah um yeah, yeah. So yeah. So this this show made me excited for the Marvels. Exactly. Because of that, which for the longest time I couldn't give less of a crap about the Marvels. Right. But after right. In- introducing Monica and Kamala, I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm down. For yeah. Sure. All right. So Thor: Love and Thunder. So this is off of like the high of well, at least for me, Doctor Strange and Miss Marvel. So I was like, I was actually really looking mm-hmm. forward to this one, but then it was probably the yeah. biggest disappointment of Phase Four. Yeah. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Like, I, I yeah. honestly don't know what happened. I, li- I like the character definitely Thor. definitely the worst for me. Um, I like Taika Waititi. But I honestly, yeah. I don't know what, what, what went wrong with this movie. I mean, I feel like it... Like, I'm not a huge fan of Ragnarok. Like, mm. when I first saw it, you know, I thought it was great. The more I see it, the cringier it is to me. Sure. Um, and the more it feels like an extended, like, SNL sketch featuring Thor, mm. you know? Um you know, like it's 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 like a fun concept, but like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, like you know, it doesn't feel like Thor to me. Yeah. Um, and like all of the dramatic scenes in it, like, fell flat to me. But mm. this feels like that taken to like an extreme without the like, I don't know, like the soul or the spirit or something right. of Ragnarok. Like it made me appreciate Ragnarok more. Exactly. Like when I first saw it, I was like, oh okay. But then like the more I thought about it, and the, like I think I saw it again. With mm-hmm. with another with somebody else, and I was like, yeah, this kind of blows. Um, yeah, it was just like, like the humor was like just the worst. Like right. they they made every character a parody of themselves. Mm-hmm. Even Zeus was kind of like, what? Um, right. It was just like, why was everything? I don't know. The the one thing I will say, like the credit I will give this movie, is that it did like have a couple scenes that I felt were pretty, like, good dramatically. Yeah. Which I felt like Ragnarok didn't do at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, like, there was, like, that scene with, like, pretty much everything with Gore and his yeah. daughter Yeah, was was pretty good. And um, that was pretty much it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, like, I liked Gore, too. I just felt like he definitely should have been more about... It, it should have been, like... 
either a movie with Jane as Thor mm-hmm. or a movie with Gore, but instead yes. they try to do both, which they're two totally separate storylines in the comic. Right. In the comics, and they should have just chose one or the other and mm-hmm. not done all this stupid stuff. I don't know. And, like, you even Korg was starting to, like, annoy me a bit in this. Yes. Which I, he was like my favorite part of Ragnarok, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. I don't know what they were doing. I feel like Taika just like took you know the I, I don't I don't know like what he did in Ragnarok and just like kept going unbridled with it mm-hmm. to the point where it's like suggesting that Thor is fucking his axe like like like, like well what <laughs> you know I really don't know what some of that humor was but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've heard the rumor that, that Taika Waititi wasn't really interested in this, so he was just kind of doing whatever. Mm. Uh, that would definitely make a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And especially, it seems even Chris Hemsworth is like... Yeah, I think he's like... like some of his re- recent comics, he was saying, like, yeah. if he's going to do another Thor, he wants to go a very different direction. Yeah, and that kind of goes to a deeper problem. Like, aside from, like, a f- mm. Infinity War, it seems like the MCU has, like, a really a Thor problem like they can't really figure yes. out what to do with this guy which is yeah which is weird because Thor is really cool in the comics I just I just yeah. don't know how they can't figure it out I feel like they they, they should have just like stuck with pretty much what, what they did with him in Infinity War that mm-hmm. was super cool that was the coolest Thor's been right or do just a straight up like really lean in into the Norse stuff mm. the Norse mythology like kind of like make a Thor movie that's kind of like the newer God of War games yeah that would be really cool but mm-hmm. they just can't seem to and like I think Thor and Love and Thunder also didn't make any sense to go back to that like weird frat bro Thor. Yeah. After all the development he got in Infinity War and Endgame, mm-hmm. um, it just didn't make sense to go back to that. Right. Uh, you know, like I'd argue it didn't really make sense in Ragnarok either, but mm-hmm. it definitely didn't make any sense in Love and Thunder. So yeah. And the fact that they were like making jokes about Jane's cancer, you're like, <laughs> what are you doing? What What are you yeah. What are you doing? That being said, like I did think Jane, like the whole like you know Mighty Thor character was pretty cool. Yeah, like she's good. I I, I did like that. I don't know why they killed her off, but mm, yeah, I feel like it would have been kind of cool to have them as a duo going forward. Right. But instead, that they, they 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 killed her and the whole thing with Gore's daughter at the end, and I really hated the end where they're like and they called them Love and Thunder. I was <laughs> right. like, it's like, kill oh, me, okay. please. All right. <laughs> okay, this is stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just. Uh, One thing yeah. I did like, but it somehow it makes me even more mad at this movie was at the beginning. You there's Thor. He's like in a leather jacket. Yeah, that, that was outfit, actually kind of cool. that outfit is really cool. But they only you did it in like two scenes, and so like come on guys, that was like, like the best in the Thor costume in the whole MCU, and you only did it for two scenes. <laughs> like it, it, it would have been cool if it were almost like a throwback to like '80s movies. Like make it like. Right you know for it wouldn't have made any sense but still like having him be like 80s thor mm. would have been like have it be like an 80s um like sci-fi movie would have yeah. been more interesting than whatever the hell this movie became right right and and honestly it would have been a cooler movie if it were like guardians of the galaxy and thor mm. like just do, doing stuff together right that that would have been a more interesting movie like i kind of expected them to be in it more yes the guardians were only in it for like the first like 15 minutes mm-hmm. but yeah, there were like cool scenes in this movie, but it yeah. was not nearly enough to like save it from <laughs> what it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess from one train wreck to the other, let's talk about uh, She-Hulk. Um. <laughs> well, what do you mean? It's peak MCU. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like this whole show is just designed to get people talking about it on Twitter. I feel like there's just so many yeah. things that are like 
This is either yeah. going to make you angry at the show or angry at the people who are angry at the show. And, right, exactly. And so it's like it, I only it's watched like, meant to be like three episodes, and I was like, all right, this isn't my thing. I'm not. I'm not going to watch mm. the rest of this. Yeah, I, I, I will say, I don't know. It's maybe worth finishing for later episodes, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's like, it's okay. Like, I don't, I, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Like some people, you know, are acting like it's, you know, like the worst thing ever. It's not that bad, but it's not worth watching more than once. That's for sure. Yeah. Like I, I found it entertaining as I was watching it, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Like there were certain episodes, like like the Daredevil episode was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked what they did with that. Um, that was pretty fun and just like seeing Daredevil again, but also like it all made sense and just the interactions between them was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was an episode, I think episode four, where Wong and She-Hulk basically mm. teamed up to fight these like um, beings from hell, basically. Yeah. And I, 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 I did actually enjoy that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were like certain episodes that I found really enjoyable. And then everything in the middle was just like, okay. Yeah. Um, like, eh. Like, you know, uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't great either. Yeah, and one thing that people are saying is like, well, if it was Dare- if it was Deadpool, then you would have liked it. And, I, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't really like um, shows that break the fourth wall. It's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think, I don't yeah. even think, it, if it even was Deadpool, I don't think I would have been into it. Um, okay, f- fair enough. Well, yeah, that wasn't my problem with, you know, I didn't really mind the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. There were some parts where it was, eh. I, I don't know. It it was just pretty meh overall, yeah. that show. Like, it had its moments, mm-hmm. but there were some really dumb scenes. And then the rest of it was just, eh. And then, like, a few, like, oh, that's cool. And then, oh. Yeah. Like, they, 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 they had this potential. They kept teasing that there was, like, some underlying interesting story underneath. Mm. And then it went nowhere. Because, yeah. you know, to make it, like, a meta thing, which I normally don't mind. I kind of like some meta type yeah stuff, like but... i don't mind it like meta i don't necessarily mind like scream and the mm-hmm. boys is really cool but yeah. like it doesn't break the fourth wall like they're not like talking to the mm-hmm. audience kind of thing i, I find that kind of right. irritating well, okay yeah right that's kind of what they did and, like they, they basically had like a really crappy ending which wasn't mm-hmm. the real ending because yeah. she ended up like going into like the real world and marvel studios which like it was an interesting concept. It yeah. was funny on paper, and like it was funny at first, and then it just sort of ran, got ran and run into the ground. I feel mm-hmm. like by the end of it, I'm just like, okay, like I feel like they're just, I don't know, trying to be a little bit too like you know. It almost felt like um, Steve Buscemi being like, "Hello, fellow kids," mm-hmm. you know. It was like, "Haha, we 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 get it," <laughs> you know, like like they were ma- making jokes about like certain stuff, but it just felt like. I don't know. It it it, it was just kind of <laughs> it didn't work a whole lot, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it it, it would have been better as a straight up like legal drama. Mm. I yeah. I don't know why they didn't go that route and made it sort of like uh they they sort of like advertised it as that, and then mm. it just became like a throwaway sitcom. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. Speaking of the boys, I cannot wait for them to make fun of this show in season four. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, That's so good. going on a side tangent, there is a character in the boys' comics called Shehemoth, so I feel like they, it's, it's right there. I mean, if they don't <laughs> that, do it, awesome I'm going to be they disappointed. <laughs> yeah, all right. So next is Werewolf by Night. I feel like mm. um, this was... It, it, the concept was good, and I feel like if it was mm. a little... Like maybe even a half an hour longer, it could have been a lot better. Yes, yeah. Um, it but, felt a little, it felt a little, little short, but it was yes. a cool introduction yes. to the character. Cool introduction, cool concept, yeah. Yeah, I just feel I like there, want to see, oh. there wasn't a whole lot of the, the werewolf, so it's like, yeah, maybe make yeah. it a man thing special and just have the werewolf be there. Yeah, right, like, I, I liked the character, I liked um, Jack Russell, <laughs> and I want to see more of him and Elsa Bloodstone and man thing. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was a bit short, um, and... I'm not super crazy about the um, werewolf by the werewolf design. Yeah, like it 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 is very much like the old horror movies mm -hmm. type design, so it does work with that. But I kind of prefer like just the giant like anthropomorphic wolf look for mm -hmm. a werewolf. You yeah. Know? Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I do I mean, appreciate. He has changed forms a lot yeah. in the comics, so. I do appreciate the um, the practical costuming. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I think the reason why... I remember hearing the reason why they didn't use a whole lot of werewolf stuff was because the... It was like yaks fur or something like that they used, and it, <laughs> it was irritating for the, the actor to wear. The actor, yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, that checks out with, like, the original Wolfman that was very um, troubled, like, because they used the same... I think they used the same, the yak fur, for that one as well. And so it's Love just a, her, yeah. yeah, I guess CGI werewolves is the way to go. Um, yeah, probably. But I did, yeah. I mean, I, Man-Thing was actually surprisingly yeah. largely um, practical. Mm -hmm. Like they had an actual model and everything. They pretty much right. just added CGI to make him like move and look better. So I, yeah. I thought Man-Thing looked super good. Mm -hmm. For some reason, the black and white made the CGI look weird. Yes. Yeah, it did. But when they went to color, he looked like super good. Mm -hmm. And I think because it was black and white, they were able to get away with more violence, which I kind mm -hmm. of appreciated. M me too. Me too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. pretty good big directorial debut for Michael Giacchino. I'd yeah, say. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely want to see more of this character, more of this kind of darker yeah. style in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And yeah, no, yeah, it's good. I, I, I kind of want to see a lot more of just the whole like monster side yeah, of Marvel. For sure. It was a cool in introduction to that, and I, mm -hmm. I hope Blade um, yes. does does a lot more with that, too. Yeah. So next is Wakanda Forever, which we did talk oh, about, yeah. but we didn't use the footage because yeah. it got corrupted. Um, yeah, that kind of sucked. So, yeah, um, it's it's good. I don't feel like... I feel like I didn't like it as much as other people did. It has yeah. a similar problem to some of the stuff I mentioned earlier. There's not really, like, a main character. There's no, yeah. like... Because I mentioned this, but that one scene where there is um, Michael B. Jordan, and then at the end there's mm -hmm. the the montage of Chadwick Boseman, and I, those two yeah. moments is like we're definitely missing someone with that level of charisma. Yeah, and I don't feel it's like true. there's anyone here that really does that. Or there are some great performances. Um, yeah, uh, Angela Bassett's really good, and then yes, I can't remember the other one's name. Um, she plays the. Black Panther's girlfriend. I don't remember her, but I remember she, oh, she was really good in the Lupita movie. Lupita Nyong'o, yeah, yeah, Tiong, yeah, Tiong, yeah, yeah. She was very good too. I mean, I thought all the performances were pretty good. Like I, yeah. I, I liked um, Tenak Huerta as Namor. 
Uh, yes. Honestly, I liked him a lot. I like that they kind of, you know, made the whole, they used the whole Mayan mm-hmm. um, angle with it, kind of made things a little more interesting to me, I think, yeah. it's, and kind of like fit the vibe of, mm-hmm. you know, th- the whole Wakanda thing, having yeah. two, like, nations and everything. I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. It adds a lot of character to the Atlantis thing. Instead of just being another generic yes. underwater city, they kind of... Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I I just liked his character a lot. I want to see more of him. I mm-hmm. felt like they did they did a good job not making him a super like generic villain, mm-hmm. but also not being a hero. Which you know that's kind of what he is in the comics. He's very much like an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that that was pretty interesting how yeah. they did that. I thought it was a pretty good ad- adaptation of Namor. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they got his name seemed a little convoluted. I feel like they, they could have just called him Namor. Yeah. And not had to, not had to be like, Oh, well it's actually like El Nino, somebody, whatever, you know? And he's yeah. just like, okay. Um, and I, I, I honestly thought Cherie, I thought Letitia Wright, did a better job than I expected. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought they focused a lot on her and really developed her character a lot to the point mm-hmm. where I was like, okay with her being the black Panther. Obviously, you know, it's like kind of a consolation thing, right? You know, if they did it while Chadwick Boseman was still alive and we're just like re- replacing yeah. T'Challa, I'd be like, this is stupid. But right. considering like, I think the movie yeah. overall was better than I had any right to be, considering right. Chadwick Boseman wasn't the star. Mm-hmm. And I thought I had the most emotional weight in a Marvel movie I've seen in a long time, mainly okay. because of that. Yeah. Be- because in a lot of ways, it was it was a tribute to um, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely didn't have like the Marvel flair. Yeah. Which I guess I didn't mind too much. I feel like there was some like Marvel stuff in there that I wished hadn't been in there. Mm-hmm. Like Riri Williams didn't have to be in there. Yeah. And that, that, that whole American subplot. Yeah. You, you could have cut that out and made the movie quite a bit shorter. I feel like. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It wasn't really, there was really no reason for it except to have Everett Ross in it, which yeah. they probably could have used him still used him and not had that whole subplot with mm-hmm. him being, you know, like the ex-husband of Allegra de Fontaine. Like that right. was really pointless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I did really enjoy it. Mm. Um, it definitely could have been shorter. Yes. Um, but it was a lot better than I expected. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I thought the action was pretty cool overall. Like, I liked seeing Namor fly. It was almost Mm -hmm. like he was jumping around, like jumping on air. Right, right. I thought that was pretty cool. And the fight scene between him and Shuri was pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and I like the the Atlanteans. I I liked their well, technically their um, what is it, Telocanians? I, yeah. I don't know what to call them, but but their blue skin looked very real. Yeah. To me, and I liked that they they kept that detail from the comics. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're gonna end it off with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yes. This was I actually really liked this one quite a bit. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to like it. It as was much. fun. Yeah. There are some parts where it's like it's clearly noticeable that it's not there wasn't as much a big of a budget compared to the other guardians movies like oh yeah especially at the beginning when they're at at nowhere it just looks obviously quite a bit cheaper in my opinion but well yeah it's like they they kept it on that one set for like the whole thing so yeah yeah but you know yeah i really liked it uh it introduced me Mm -hmm. to a lot of cool new christmas music i didn't (laughs) yeah because it's like the only thing that we that I really know is just the generic stuff that everyone's listening to. But there's some cool yeah. songs that they put in here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought um, it was a little bit of a breath of fresh air. Like, I, mm. I, I, I definitely like Guardians 2, but I feel like it went a little overboard with, like, stupid humor yeah. and stuff. Um, I like that this felt, like, a lot more like the f- first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really made me excited for Guardians 3, honestly. Yes. Um, and I, like, I thought, I thought that whole thing with, um, them kidnapping Kevin Bacon, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, it was a really cool idea and it was like, especially cool cause it was like a callback from the first movie. Right. Um, so all that was fun. And, um, honestly that band at the beginning was like, had no right being that good. Yeah. You know? It's like, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I thought it was funny when they were done, Peter was like, you just found these instruments. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I feel like there are some definitely clear things that are setting up uh, for Volume Three, like they introduce mm-hmm. uh, Cosmos the Space Dog and yeah, um, the the fact that well, Mantis and well, can I say it? You think or yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, too soon? Yeah, okay, All right. spoiler coming ahead. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that uh, Mantis and Star Lord are siblings. I think that I, there was a that was supposed to be. I think brought up in volume two, but they cut it. Yes. And so James they just brought it up Gunn here. confirmed that. I think that, yeah. that it was, it was a deleted scene or something. Yeah. And so I feel like that those things are specifically going to be important, uh, for the next movie. I feel like, yeah. Um, well, and I think it makes sense. Like why else was Mantis hanging out with him? Yeah. If he wasn't ego's daughter or mm-hmm. if she wasn't ego's daughter, you know, and I think it makes her character like a little more important, at least to yeah. me, because uh, otherwise she's just some random like character that just they just sort of stumbled upon. You know, mm-hmm. it gives her more significance. Yeah, she's Eco's e- e- daughter, and thereby Peter's mm-hmm. half sister. Yeah, one criticism that I had, and it's not even really a criticism; it's just kind of a personal thing, was mm-hmm. for the flashbacks they use. Um, rotoscoping oh, yeah. animation which yes it's that basically they film something in live action and they kind of animate over it they did mm. this a lot in the 70s and 80s if you watch the, yeah. the lord of the rings cartoon they made in the 70s that's oh, how they yeah. did it um but i'm i'm really not into that style like at all it just looks so weird and like um surreal and mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm not into it and whenever that was on screen i was like i don't like yeah. this this is yeah yeah i i can't say i'm a fan of it but I think like he, James Gunn accomplished what he was trying to do. Yeah, like, he even for sure. He even said that it's funny you mentioned the Lord of the Rings um, mm-hmm. a- a- animated movie because that is what he was trying to um, emulate. I forget the director's name, but he was saying he was mm-hmm. like it was like an ode to that director's work and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's kind of a weird animation style. I can see why they retired it. You know. <laughs> yeah. But. And it probably would have been better if they had just done a flashback with them in live action. But yeah. I kind of see, you know, I get he did it because that's the thing about James Gunn is he likes to do things because he likes to do it. And right. I, do res- I do respect that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes stuff and so he puts it in his movies as kind of like a nod to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And in a more practical sense, I think the actress that played young Peter, that, I mean, that was like seven years ago. Well, yeah. And so I don't think that they're... Wyatt Olaf or whatever. Yeah, I don't He's think he... definitely too old. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense in that respect to do it like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Plus, they, they didn't have to paint Michael Rooker blue. 
<laughs> right, exactly. They just get him in a voice booth for a little bit, and uh... well, actually, actually, he he did like suit up in the costume and oh, stuff. I yeah, saw. Oh yeah, because it's yeah rotoscoping. I guess they were on, technically on set for that. Yeah, I did like I I think James Gunn posted like some behind the scenes photos, and he did actually like wear the costume, and he had like mm -hmm. a little fin and stuff, but he just had yeah. his n normal. He wasn't blue, so it looked yeah. kind of funny. But yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much yeah it. that's pretty so much phase four if you were to pick like your five favorites what, what would they be five favorites uh mm -hmm. definitely shang chi yeah definitely spider-man because mm -hmm. i'm just like a spider-man nerd um sure. hmm, that's hard for the other three um honestly probably like i've enjoyed the shows but none of them have left like a huge impact on me mm -hmm. but besides maybe like I don't know. I don't. I'd honestly probably pick Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Honestly, okay. I just. I. I really. I really like Captain America, and it really like just kind of scratched the the itch for me, with with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then. I don't know. I think for, four and five, maybe. Honestly, I'd probably say Eternals, and then like a tie okay. between like Hawkeye and Moon Knight. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably say Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. Hawkeye, Miss mm -hmm. Marvel, and the Guardian special, I would mm -hmm. say. Probably my five, five favorites. Okay, okay, nice. Yeah, I yeah, I guess I liked Ms. Marvel a lot. I don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard for me to pick because I really enjoyed the majority of okay. this phase. I, I know it like it's been getting a lot of hate mm -hmm. for whatever reason, I guess... Frankly, I feel like people are getting Marvel fatigue and they don't know it. Right. And so they're acting like these things are significantly worse than the other mm -hmm. phases, which the other phases definitely have their own issues. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I feel like the magic of Marvel is wearing off a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think overall I enjoyed this um, phase, but it doesn't. It wasn't like amazing. There were certain really good a aspects of it, and then there were some definite lows. Yeah, I feel like... For one, they're trying to set up the future movies, and a, a yeah. second thing, they're they're trying to at least I I feel like they're trying to kind of break away from the Marvel formula, and there's definitely yeah. some. But they're not doing enough. They're they're not they're yeah not exactly. Enough, I and feel like yeah, there's some where they tried it and it worked, and sometimes they tried it and it failed, and there's mm -hmm. some things that they're not changing about it, and so there's definitely a, a a growing period I think for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that being said. I yeah, I think the next project is Ant Man, mm -hmm. um, which I I the trailer was okay. Yeah, I feel like the main thing for me is to seeing Kang. I'm really looking forward to Kang. And yeah, like he he looks really cool. Like his suit looks awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just saw um, the last Black Man in San Francisco, and um, Jonathan Majors is in that, and he's really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I saw that too. Yeah, and I was he's like, r really good. Yeah, that, that made me more excited to see him in the future Marvel movies because he's yeah, a he's great really actor. Good in, yeah, he's really good in Lovecraft Country too. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of the only thing that's making me that excited for the Ant Man. Plus, I I I do like the Ant Man character. Mm. He doesn't get me like excited. Yeah. But I just enjoy Paul Rudd on screen. You know. Yeah. Being Ant Man, so. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so yeah, we'll see. And then I think the next one after that is Guardians. Yeah, in May, and that's I'm really excited yeah. for that one. And they they just dropped the trailer for that. Yeah, um, yeah. So that looks really cool, and I'm mm -hmm. even more excited now after 
the Guardian special. It kind yeah. of like got me. It kind of got me reacquainted with them. I feel like it'd been mm-hmm. a long time since I really like you know spent time with these characters. Right, right. And it was kind of fun to do that in the Guardian special. And yeah, I'm definitely mm-hmm. l- looking forward to it. Though it looks like there's going to be some character deaths, and yeah, it's going to be sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, that's like phase and, four. Like and subscribe and share it with all your friends and family, and we will yeah see you next time. Yep. Peace out. Peace.